0: Hey, guys, this is Richard, half of the Amend podcast. I just want to say thank you for tuning in. Thank you for listening and lending your ears. I really hope uh, that God spoke some wisdom through us, uh, through our experiences, through scripture, through his word, because uh, that's all that matters. I just wanted to say that this episode has a little less sound quality than we would desire. Uh, it's our first attempt at remote recording quarantine style of trying to uh, stay separated and and just be safe in and small areas uh so we want to uh a pre, you know thank you for for listening and and i promise you there's there's really some really good biblical knowledge and, and truth in here and i hope that you can persevere through uh through this even if it's uh taking a few different times to listen so thank you uh we love you we're praying for for everyone um and just appreciate you we're not trained that way right you know as, as boys growing into men to to be able to express that right so it's kind of just like you, you say you may put up a like a stop sign right or like hey knock it off and it goes from knock it off to like pure anger right there's no in-between of let's talk this through or hey like have some some reason behind this so so i was like hey knock it off knock it off they did knock it off and, and then you know, unfortunately my best friend's the one that said the one that just broke the camel's back right he said something that really just took my anger to another level and I just reared back and punched him in the face, right? And everybody was just kind of like, what just happened? Did you really just punch him in the face?
1: Hey, what's going on, man? What's up, man? This is very different. It's, uh, we've, we, as, as the, as the episodes have gone along, you can see just kind of the transition into what normal life looks like now. Yeah. Um, and here we are, video, uh, podcasting. I yeah. guess. Yeah. yeah. So. man,
0: It's interesting for sure. It's different. It's uh, it's quiet yeah. and it's lonely here. <laughs> it,
1: it very much is. It very <laughs> much is. So man, dude, I'm so excited to be talking with you. Uh, also be, you know, just like sharing this with with, with anybody else out there that decides to stumble upon our podcast. And, um, yeah, I mean, today is a a great, great topic, I think, in, in anger, right? Yeah. And, you know, like the, like the last, uh, last topic that we had, um, talking about, uh, you know, talking about loneliness, um, it, it's a lot with, it, it, it deals a lot with pride and the fact that there's like this chicken and egg type of thing, right? Like. Did pride come first and then anger came after or did anger boil up and then and then pride came from that? Um, There's a there's a huge just relationship between the two of those. And I think it's it's really important to uh, especially with pride in men to dive into, um, you know, anger really a lot. So, uh, yeah, I'm really excited about this.
0: Yeah, man, it's a it's an emotion that I think every human's dealt with. (laughs) right on some level but uh you know especially men i think it's um you know i think it's one of those things that's and you've talked about it before you brought up i think in our very first episode uh when you talked about you know going through counseling and stuff that they taught you about what anger is right so you know going more into that because i know that's something that you've dealt with on that level a lot more that anger isn't just you know anger isn't the thing right anger is the byproduct of the thing so go into more of that of some of the stuff that that you've you know talked about and maybe a little bit deeper on 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 what that looks like.
1: Yeah, so um it, it's it's really interesting because uh, a lot of guys um when something happens um it the the very first thing that comes to mind is is anger, right? Like I'm angry because of this, right? And and um and what I've what I've come to find out is that anger is actually like a a secondary emotion. Um the first emotion typically comes around and because that first emotion isn't necessarily like very manly, right. That, um, that we tend to as guys, um, cover up whatever emotion it is that that comes first with anger because it's more accepted. Right. And so, um, for example, if you're in traffic, I know a lot of people deal with this. Is if you're in traffic and somebody cuts you off in front of you, like you're you're honking the horn. If you're, you know, if it's been a while since you've talked with Jesus, then you're given the finger, you know, and and all that stuff. And 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 the thought is that somebody cuts me off and it makes me angry. Um, but the truth is. Is that the, the emotion that comes before that anger is probably fear, right? Like fear of, you know, r- like for me right now, you know, it is, I'm afraid that that person who apparently doesn't know how to drive very well is going to wreck my brand new truck. You know, mm-hmm. like that's a fear of mine or a fear of like, you know, if he if he cut me off right here, am I going to get run off the road? And instead of instead of expressing fear and instead of instead of feeling fear, um, because that's not very manly, um, you know, it, it's, it's a whole lot easier for me to just get angry, you know, because he shouldn't have done that. And 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 having that kind of um, that kind of mentality of, of, you know, just it's better to be angry. And so, again, I just I really, truly believe that anger comes as a as a, a byproduct of another um, another emotion. And and that's why I said before that, you know, anger is a lot like loneliness and the fact that it, play, it has this relationship with pride where it it's just, you know, which one came first. Right. You can be prideful and then, and then, um, that pride turn into anger or maybe that anger turns into pride. Right. Um, but unlike, unlike loneliness, um, like I was saying, I don't believe that anger is going to be the first emotion that comes around and then something comes after it. Um, if, if pride comes after anger, it's, it's probably because it would fear or insecurity, and then mm-hmm. anger came along, and then after anger, uh, pride reared its ugly head. So, uh, so yeah, that's uh, thanks for thanks for letting me get on my soapbox about yeah. that, man. Cause
0: yeah, it's so true, though, man. I, I think I remember, you know, it's something that I've always had uh, a lot of thoughts on and conversation on. But the way that you you framed it up and kind of explained it on on. What you've gone through with that uh, it just makes so much sense, right? Because I think of every time that I've really been angry, or even now when I get frustrated or angry, I think of like that's not that's not the real reason, right? And I even think of the traffic uh, um, example, right? I think of there's plenty of times that I've gotten cut off in traffic that I didn't even flinch, right? That I, but I also think of what kind of mood I was in at the time, or you know what was going on in my life and those those can play into it too so it's not wasn't truly just i'm angry at that if every time this one thing happens i get angry it's also like where am i at right because again that's not the the root of the issue the root is something else is going on good or bad and then i i react in in, in those ways but yeah we do i mean we do cover it up i mean i think when we're talking we start talking about this i started thinking back to you know different times that those have happened that's happened in my life right like and i've gotten angry a lot obviously but i'm trying to think of like core key moments of like that really stick out. And uh, I thought of one when I was in like, I think it was probably fifth, fourth, fifth grade. And I remember we were hanging out in the neighborhood and it was like me, uh, my best friend at the time uh, that lived like a couple blocks away, my brother, and uh as one other kid in the neighborhood so it was like four of us standing around i remember we were standing around like kind of leaning on this tree one kid was like sitting in the tree we're just all kind of hanging around you know doing neighborhood kid stuff right and uh and they the 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 conversation turned to me i don't remember what it was about because usually we'll get angry we even if it was last week sometimes we don't even remember what the conversation or why so i definitely don't remember from fifth grade what it was about but I just remember the conversation turned towards me and they started just hurling stuff at me, man, just being, being, being boys, right? Like, that's just the way, unfortunately, kids were. And they started, you know, throwing insults and making fun of me. And then once they realized it was really getting to me, then they, you know, that's when the snowball really picks up. They're like, oh, it's 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 in fact it's impacting him right with kids if you just shrug it off they don't they stop because it's like well i'm not getting what i want out of it i was hoping to get a rise or get something out of it they stop but when they realize it's like it's getting to you they just it, it it speeds up right and it amplifies and so it started amplifying and my brother got into it they were all all three of them were just coming at me right and i you know i was just like stop right you guys just knock knock it off right stop uh but in, inside i was had that insecurity or had that uh that hurt or whatever of what they were saying was actually, you know, offending me and making me feel a certain way. But instead of saying like, obviously you're not going to say that as a guy, right? Hey guys, that really offends me and that really makes me feel this way. Right. You're just not, we're not wired. Not when you say that we're not wired, we're not trained that way. Right. You know, as, as boys growing into men to, to be able to express that. Right. So it's kind of just like you, you say you may put up a, like a stop sign, right. Or like, Hey, knock it off. And it goes from knock it off to like, pure anger right there's no in-between of let's talk this through or hey like have some some reason behind this so so I was like hey knock it off knock it off they didn't knock it off and and then unfortunately my best friend's the one that said the one that just broke the camel's back right he said something that really just took my anger to another level and I just reared back and punched him in the face right and everybody was just kind of like what just happened did you really just punch him in the face and he took off to go tell his parents right and and our brother's like, we we need to go home. Uh, so, like, we left. And, um, you know, I felt bad. I've never literally – it's so funny because I always say, like, oh, yeah, I've never punched anyone in the face. And then I think, like, oh, yeah, forget about that story. I did punch someone in the face. It wasn't a, a fight fight. Obviously, it was an unfair uh, advantage because uh, I just reared back and cocked him. Um, but, yeah, man, it just – I mean, as a kid, like, it just got the best of me of I'm angry and I need, I need to do something with it, right? And we we feel like we have to do – Something with our anger in a, in a, you know, a violent type way, right? Whether it be yelling, whether it be, you know, punching something. I punched plenty of holes in walls, right? I'm definitely right. guilty of having to patch up a lot of holes because we just feel like I have this anger and I have to do something with it. And even as a kid, right, even as a, you know, a, a fifth grader, just feeling that and feeling like I have to do something with it and it has to outpour and it's usually going to go out onto someone else and, and not not on my own. So.
1: Wow. That's, that's crazy. And, and I definitely feel you on the uh, punching holes in the wall. Uh, I, <laughs> when, when I was a kid, uh, that's, that's how I took out a lot of my anger. Um, uh, because the person closest to me that I could have like reared back and and punched, um, was actually the person who punched me in the face mm. and, uh, Gave me a deviated septum, being my brother, uh, but he was younger than me, and I I uh, I refrained from that. So I punched holes in in my closet wall, and whenever we left that house, um, I had to uh, uh, try to explain why there were holes in in the wall, uh, and that was that was not a very fun. Time. But uh, yeah, I I completely empathize with you on that one, man. Um, and it's and it's interesting, and I'm so glad that you brought up the fact that. You know, it all it all stemmed from this insecurity that you had, um, and then and then covering it up with anger. Um, that's it's a uh, like you were saying, man. It, it's it's not just a guy, or it's not just a, a a man thing. It's it's a boy thing too, you know. And and it's and it's very much something that um, you know a lot of this podcast is like, let's let's tear down the walls of 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 these social norms, you know, and, and expectations that are put on, on not just men, but also boys as well. Um, so that's really good, man. And, and that actually, uh, uh that leads us into, uh, I, I love that we did this this time around and that is having, um, like a core scripture for the, for the podcast itself, mm-hmm. the episode. And it's one of my favorites. Um, one of my favorites as in like Hunter, please start remembering this. Um, and I have a hard time with it, uh, but it, it's, uh, it's James 1, uh, 19 and 20. My dear brothers and sisters, uh, take note of this. Everyone should be quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, because human anger does not produce the righteousness that God desires. And that, that is that is just huge, man. Um, if you... Uh, actually, Pastor Tim did a, did a sermon on this um, a couple months ago, I think, and really really was was nailing down the the uh, the action words right the the first action word is uh quick and then the next two action words are slow and slow right and it's like um or, or i guess those are adjectives i don't i don't know what they are anyway uh whoever wants to correct me can correct me uh but but maybe maybe
0: maybe sarah who lives in like australia will correct us and yeah or is it New Zealand? I don't. Where where she? I forgot where she was.
1: I I I don't remember. Um, she decided to to take a, a a trip to Mordor or something like that. So it makes <laughs> sense. Um, <laughs> but, but anyway, you know. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, Sarah, thank you. Um, but but yeah, it's it's the first thing is to be quick to listen, right? And then slow to speak, and slow to become angry. Um, and so many times in in my life, I know for sure it's been I'm just like quick to speak and quick to, to become angry. And um, if you want proof of that, you can ask Jasmine. Uh, mm-hmm. that's, that's, she is definitely the person to ask about that. But I love this man, um, and I and I I want to try to keep that that in mind as we as we move forward. You know, of just trying to get to a place where where we can be, you know. Quick to listen, slow to speak, and slow to become angry, um, and and knowing that that you know the the human the human anger that we have um, is not what God desires, and that's not it's not the righteousness that that God wants in our life, right? Yeah. So.
0: Yeah, it's so true. And I think it's like people need to realize too, like what what are they listening to, right? So <clears throat> they may be they may be quick to listen, but it's also um, what what voice what what person what thing are you listening to because that could just uh, exacerbate and amplify what's happening so I think I think it's knowing the, the righteousness of what God is trying to say in that right or what James was saying in that in that in that scripture of of, of being quick to listen to 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 what God's already placed on your heart because we know right we've been in those situations where we get angry and we know right we even have that quick maybe little voice sometimes but we're so we're, we're already so involved in and in, in our anger or we're already have gone past that point of and then it's pride right because then it's like well I'm not going to let this go right like I I, I we think it's righteous anger because we like I have a right to be angry I have a right to you know stand my ground and say and say my piece in this I have a right to to, to voice my displeasure to this person but also that that doesn't just go in in a, in a kind, nice way, right? So, um, right. yeah. But I think it's I think it's super interesting, right? So so anger is um, really at its at its core, right? So some of the, a couple of the definitions that I was looking up really boil down to it's a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, um, and or, or displeasure or hostility, right? So neither, especially hostility, right? You hear you know you know hostile. That's that's a pretty harsh and and, and you know, a word that's not a, a you know, displeasure and annoyance can be kind of maybe under the skin or, or 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 quiet, more quiet anger, right? Um, or where hostility, if you, you feel hostility, right? You don't, hostility sure. is not just bubbling up. And the Bible really doesn't, uh, say too much different, right? Which is fair, right? Because we just listen to, we you know, when you read through and talk about what true anger is or human anger is. It's not much different. So it just talks about more the a strong emotional reaction of displeasure leading to plans for revenge, right? So that's okay. another big one, right, is how can I get this person back for this thing they did me, right? It's almost like, again, go back to the traffic thing. This person cut me off. My way of revenge is honking my horn, yelling at them, sometimes even worse, right? Sometimes people will go and try to cut them off, right, to, to kind of eye for an eye, right? You know, you cut me off. I'm going to go and uh, do it to you. Um, plans leading for revenge or punishment right so people again want that punishment and we see it we see it in our own society right we see people wanting to get that you know just punishment or that eye for an eye treatment for what they've done um, and then there's uh you know there's the the, the words that mainly are used in um, in the bible for anger are uh, orge um, and thumos um, are used and they're kind of interchangeable and that's Again, the definition of it was the one we just read. So when you kind of see that, the majority of the Bible makes up that that displeasure um, leading to plans for revenge. And when you see, I mean, when you read the Bible, yeah, when people are angry, mostly it's, it is it is revenge, right? Revenge and punishment mm-hmm. are the two main things that people are wanting when they're angry throughout it. So um, I think it's no different than what we feel anger a lot of times in society. Because even, in, uh, you know, you look at non-believers, you look at people who don't believe in God, like they're still, their, their thing as they want. Revenge and they want punishment. So, I mean, I think yep. this, this is one of those uh, definitions that really kind of transcends uh, out of the Bible and into to, to what we what we see every day.
1: Yeah, and and you know, it's it's interesting because um, we as humans we look for revenge, mm-hmm. right, and, and and punishment, whereas whereas God is a just God, right? Like He wants justice, um, and. And he does he does speak about like vengeance. Right. But it's for his his, you know, namesake. It's for it's for him. Right. And and uh, a a lot of the Psalms um, actually talk about, you know, uh, talk about anger. Right. And then uh, and then, of course, in like the the law, uh, the early the early books of the Bible. And even even uh, Paul mentions it in uh, in Romans 12, um, you know, do not take revenge, my dear friends, uh, leave room for God's wrath, uh, for it's written, it is mine uh, to avenge, I will repay, says the Lord, right? And that, that I think, um, kind of comes into a very interesting uh, part of, of anger, right? And that is, you know, wrath and anger, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and what the difference is um, in those. Um, and, you know, it, a lot of times, whenever we, whenever we think about wrath, um, I know for, for me, if it's not talking about a woman's wrath, um, which I have felt throughout my entire <laughs> life, um, it, it's, it's God's wrath, right? And that, that's something that is, um, you know, it's very much righteous, right? And, um, you know, we, we've talked about this before. In, in Isaiah, where where he talks about, you know, uh, God God is saying, "My ways are not your ways, uh, my thoughts are not your thoughts." Mm-hmm. Right? It, the 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 wrath that he has is not like our anger, right? Because because what is the what is the um, the underlying seed in all of it? Um, and it's and it, a lot of times it is pride or selfishness in in our case, and and the wrath that God uh, has towards, um, you know, his people and, and other, you know, nations and, and, and people groups um, is because, you know, he is not being glorified. Right. Um, so, yeah, hmm. uh, there's a, the, you, you wrote a, you wrote a, uh, a term down <laughs> uh, with, with wrath that I can't pronounce at all. And so I'm going to let you talk about that.
0: You sure you don't want to try that?
1: Uh, no, no, definitely, because Sarah would definitely, uh, you know, get all over me on that one. So you go ahead.
0: <laughs> I don't. I don't have a. It's so funny when every anytime I meet someone and they have a hard to na- pronounce like first or last name, I just always say it, and then I'll always ask. I'll be like, "Is that was that right? Right? Because you know most people are really nice, and they you know most people won't correct you. They'll just be like, "Man, eh, people mispronounce it all the time, so I'm just gonna let it go. I'm like, no, I really want to know, but I always like to try. And I butcher some names really bad. And they're like, yeah, good try, though. And I'm like, well, I got to try it out. So, yeah, so, I mean, it talks about um, uh, what really conveys, what's a word that's that's used in the Bible to really convey God's anger. And it's ka'as. Ka'as conveys the anger of God against his people, right? Um, And the majority of the time you see, God getting angry, and and we still really see it, right? Is is about idolatry, um, which is uh, a whole other topic, right? That we could get into for hours, um, or at least I know I could. We talk, I mean, we talk about it all the time, because um, I think we 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 look in the Bible and we look at their idolatry, and we almost think it doesn't exist anymore, right? I think a lot of people just don't think it, it exists, but it really exists, and I mean, really, the the term for idolatry is like putting anything above God, right? Um, I mean, I could put you as my best friend above God, and you'd be an idol, right? That would be idolatry over him, because I'm spending, I could put my wife could be, my marriage could be an idolatry in a sense, right? Because it'd be putting that above. So he, he gets angry at those things that like, we we, we feed on all these other things um, above him, right? Um, and, and before him, and we worship these things, right? Even though we don't you know, pray to them or bow down to them, we're still worshiping them because we're spending our time and our energy and our mind with them. Um, So like, I think just that you see that so many times in his anger, right? And everything that's kind of happened. And one thing that that uh that i I was thinking about was i I don't know if you were this way growing up because i knew you grew up more in church than i did but i know like when the the little bit i knew about about the bible or even as i became a new christian right and we you've heard i'm sure you've heard it at least if you didn't feel this way is people are like man old testament god was was an angry god (laughs) right like i'm so glad you know so glad he's not and it's kind of like no he's he's the same (laughs) like he, he's he, especially if you want to believe the Bible he's no different then than he is now um, you know you know in that sense so we just you know I've, I know I've heard it my whole life I remember people saying it I even kind of thought that way at, at very first like man yeah Old Testament good but when you re, really read the New Testament man there's he's no different I'm kind of going through as I'm reading and marking down like the word wrath or con, you know you know yeah, condemn or like these these harsh words uh, you know of of um, what that's going to look like right come come the, the, the you know revelation come in times and it's like it's not a pretty picture right and it's no different than old testament yeah we don't have floods wiping out people and we don't have um, plagues of locusts you know coming and in these things that are so obvious uh, but there's st- it's still there right and i think it's it's interesting to see that but yeah i mean i think just having that that um the anger that he has for for the things that are happening, right? I think it's that, that just, like you said, just that justified anger, that righteous anger, um, things that, that really breaks his heart because he also knows that what it does to us, right? I mean, yeah, it's also, it's, it's first and foremost, it's not glorifying him, but also what it's doing to us, right? How deep it gets us, uh, you know, and how far away from him that it takes us. Of course, it's going to, you know, that's going to be something that he, he doesn't want either.
1: Right. Right. Exactly. Um, and man, whenever we were talking about this before, it's, uh, it was interesting and, and I, I definitely want to, uh, um, without trying to give you too much pride, uh, to kind of pat you on the back in the fact that you, you were saying that you were, you were just like kind of thinking about this stuff and, and what kind of anger, um, there is, and you came up with four different types of anger and, and, um, they might not be, the same uh the same you know terms or whatever but you definitely hit the nail on the head in in that there are four different types of anger uh, as far as like our research has gone right um and uh and so good job on that uh richard Uh, i humbly
0: thank you (laughs) if you
1: say if you say that you have that you're humbly thanking me i don't know no (laughs)
0: <laughs> like do we already have this then we already talk about this
1: yeah I, I think yeah. so one of these days um but yeah so the the first the first one that you talked to me about um, and and we have down is is raging anger or explosive mm-hmm. anger and man I tell you what that is who that is uh, an Achilles heel for me um, when it comes to when it comes to anger uh, I am I am very explosive with my anger Um you can you can ask just about anybody who has been close to me in my life. Uh, I shared a bedroom with my brother uh, for for years, and so he knows. Uh, uh, definitely, Jasmine knows. Um, and that actually that actually reminds me of, of something that happened earlier this week. Um, <laughs> we 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 were at, we, we ended up having a fight this week. Um, the quarantine and everything, the the self isolation and and I, you know, not being in work very much uh, definitely added to this. Um, but I, I definitely, uh, I know, I know the cores of of, of this stuff. Uh, it it was a lot of insecurity, a lot of a lot of uh, a lot of fear. But, but we were, we we just started having a, a really good conversation, and because of a, a, a misinterpretation and a misunderstanding of something that she said, instead of going. And and finding out and making sure that we were on the both on the same page as far as what she was saying, um, I just I went off and and I said things that um, that that just drove this conversation down a path where it was almost like a, a point of no return, right? And our it, it, the, this, this argument lasts like 36 hours or so. Um, now, of course, like there's sleeping time in that and, and all of that. And, and since we don't live together, we're not married and everything, um, there's, there, there wasn't as many opportunities to try to, um, combat this and, and try to, try to fix things, I guess, um, you know, because it was like, okay, well, she has to be willing to talk to me on the phone, which was, um, uh, that was, that was, definitely, <laughs> that was definitely one of those things that was really difficult and hard. Um, either getting her on Skype or, or, uh, or calling her, um, you know, even, even texting was, was kind of a, a difficult thing to do. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I would, I would say, think, looking back on this, like the, the biggest, the biggest mistake that I made is, and I, and I realize this is that, is that I reacted, right? I didn't. I didn't think things through. I reacted with anger. I reacted and and this goes back to what we were t- what I was talking about at the very beginning, and the fact that like as men, right, as boys, as men, we we don't want to feel insecurity. We don't want to feel fear. We don't want to feel uh, uh, loneliness. Um, and so instead, anger is the best way, uh, the most acceptable way um, to express ourselves in this. And so that's what I did. I started feeling really insecure about things and, and I got angry. Um, she said some things that, that I interpreted, uh, the wrong way and interpreted it in a way that made me feel really insecure about myself, really insecure about the relationship. And instead of voicing those in, in a vulnerable way, of voicing those insecurities, I just decided to get angry. And um, and so, you know, and, and the 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 saddest thing about it is even like twelve hours into this, right, even if I even if we got down to the core and, and I really understood the misunderstanding and the misinterpretation, the damage was already done. And unfortunately um, the damage done through this explosive anger where I, I was yelling. I, I, it was not a pretty picture. I did not handle this at all in, in a very good way at at all. Um, And, but the, but the, the reality is, is that this, this experience is probably going to go along with her and, And shape kind of how she talks to me, which is really devastating to me because I want, you know, any intimate relationship that you have with someone, you want to be able to talk about whatever it is um, that's that's going on. And um, and so that that explosive Mm -hmm. anger, especially in my life, has been something that has just really ruined relationships or at least put those relationships in a really compromising position. Um, and so for me, uh, raging anger is, is the biggest um, types um, or the biggest type of, of anger that I express mm-hmm. and is the one that I am, I am trying my hardest uh, when it comes to James one, right? Whenever he talks about be you know quick to listen, slow to speak and slow to become angry. That anger right there is is the anger that like number one I need to be really really slow to have that kind of anger especially because that's what that's the way that's kind of how I've been wired. So
0: it's kind of like uh it's almost you know we we think of anger we think of that I think of uh, like a fire and so like raging anger to me is that forest fire just like that everything's great and then that one spark and all of a sudden just there's this massive fire right like you know and I think of the times I don't know if you feel this way I know in the times that I've been in those situations sometimes I think back and I'm like how how did we get here right because like you said it was a good conversation. things were going like it was a normal day you're happy and then it's like within an hour or within 30 minutes or within 10 minutes it's like you're in this this heated argument and and sometimes I stop and I go I don't even remember where that that switch flipped. Like, how did we even get into this position? It's too late at that point. Right. Like usually when you're at that point, like there's not a going back, there's a stopping. You could easily, you know, try to you know, start working your way out of it and try to have a conversation. But usually you're again, you're not really thinking straight uh, and we're not listening. Right. <laughs> you know, but I do have those moments in those. And I don't know if you feel I'm like sometimes I'm like, well, how did we get here? Because 30 minutes ago we were singing or we were laughing and we were having a good time. And all of a sudden we're here now. And it's kind of like, well, I didn't I didn't take this subway. Right. I didn't get on this train. I didn't want to cut. I didn't want to get here. What? How did we get here? Right. Not as a As a as a a blaming or cop out of saying like you know I didn't choose this but it's it just happens so fast sometimes um, that 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 we just don't even realize we're there before we're there like so I think it is like you said we have to be slow to you know quick to listen because if not that's why we get there so fast right is because we're we're quick to to do all those other things right we're quick to speak and we're quick to to become angry and usually that quick to speak is what gets us angry because it you know, frustrates someone else or, or it causes something else. And, you know, I've had conversations with Gabrielle and I'm like, why can't we just, you know, in a perfect world, why can't I just express my frustration or something that may hurt my feelings? Why can't I just, we can't just be honest and express that without the other person getting, um, getting offended or getting like, or feeling like they have to defend themselves. Like, and just going like, wow, I, I, I know you didn't mean that, but, or this maybe may not have meant this way, but that what you just said really made me feel this way and then go like, "Oh yeah, I did mean it that way. I'm so sorry." Like if we just really could have that openness all the time with people, we would we there would probably be no reason, I won't say never, but like it'd be a lot less reason to have those those things, right? And I'm like, "But I know because we we've kind of tried in a sense, and it's hard to hear those things sometimes. It's hard because we feel like it's an attack. We we feel like we have to now defend ourselves and uh it's just this nap, you know, this this instinct that that we've created or that we have. So yeah, man. So I've definitely, I've definitely gone on that, but I, I deal with a lot more, you know, and the second one was uh, frustrating anger uh, or embitterment, right? Um, and that's where, man, I, I think that's where I, like, I've definitely had some explosive moments, but I think for me, I let, I I try to let things go, but I think I'm more to sweep them under the rug or I stack them up, right? Like, so, you know, I, you know, I, I, I will let it go past and then within five, 10 minutes. I feel, I don't think about it. Right. And it's not there. It doesn't affect me. Um so more frustrating anger, right? And, you know, I've had it in my marriage, right? That was the first six months of our marriage, living with, uh, live, like living together, right? Because we obviously didn't move in until we, we got married. And it was just small things of, of um, not, you know, not a combination of one not doing things like experience, right? So let's go back. I've lived on my own since I was 18, right? Well, she's lived on her own for a couple of years out of her lifetime. So I've lived on my own for 18 years. I've been on my own. And, 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 you know, fending for myself, right. And doing everything on my, um, my own. And I've definitely created these my way things, right. Like, cause I've just done it so long. Uh, but I've also learned, we've talked about it, right. I've learned from making mistakes or doing things, um, that, that didn't make sense. And I've kind of learned what makes the mo- what really makes more sense, not because I like to do it, because it just makes more sense that way. And there's, so there's a mix of those There are things I like to do a certain way. And there's things that just make more sense. So, um, I think those things like sort of really bothering me, right. When you're like looking at somebody and go like, there's such an easier way to do that. Like, why don't you do it this way? Or, Hey, why are you doing it that way? And start questioning it. Um, <laughs> and, and so like, t- you know, I, and I get why some, why she took that, uh, personally, right. Or took that the way she did. Cause it was like cost, especially when we first moved in, cause it was every, almost everything. Right. And so it was, I constantly felt like she, there's nothing that she could do, um, that she could do Right. Um, and so, like, then, so then I don't want to, I don't want her to feel that way. So then I just don't say anything. Well, that anger just doesn't like, unless I deal with it, deal with the whole underlying piece of that, it doesn't go anywhere, right? Just because I don't say anything doesn't go anywhere. And eventually it adds up. So, like, we might not have had those frustrating moments as often. We had them more spaced out, but then when we had them, they got a little bigger and then they got a little bigger. And then they got a little bigger, right? And we got to the point of like, man, well, I don't like I, I would rather have that. you know what we were doing than this. And so that's when we really, like two, three months into our our marriage decided to go ahead and do like marriage counseling, right? Not because we were at a place of desperation or needing it, but I'm like, we don't want to get there, right? Like, hey, let's let's go talk to people who have have been married for twenty years, who this Christian these Christian couples who have done this, who've been through a lot of this. Um, that we can talk through this with, and they can give us um, some, not just encouragement, just some direction and and prayer and go through that. So we did that for about three months, and, and it really was a helpful thing. And then we, on our own, we were, you know, doing Bible and you know, devotions together, um, you know, kind of reading and praying, uh, you know, for each other. And it's one of those things that um, I think really was a, a really helpful thing for us. Um, and, and again, it's one of those things I think people just shy away from, right? We'll talk about it later is a thing, but just getting, having that additional person to talk to, but yeah, frustrating <clears> anger <throat> for me, like I just, I just get frustrated really easily, I think, because I, you know, I, and I, I I don't know why as much, um, but I think working through that, and then just having open conversations with Gabrielle, it's definitely, uh, it's definitely gotten a lot better, right, it's still one sure. of those things that I struggle with, and it's still one of those things I deal with, um, and w- once I think I've got a hold of it, <laughs> something happens you know at work or happens (laughs) somewhere right where it's just kind of like you know you definitely have that frustrating so it's one of those one of those hard ones that that I know that you know I'm going to continue to have to listen to but also make sure I don't just sweep under the rug but I actually deal with it in that moment a lot of it's just going to God and just asking him like hey God just take this away I don't want this like help me deal with this help me understand this better Uh, versus just sweeping under the rug actually having that 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 conversation even if it's a you know a short one
1: yeah 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 that's that's a uh, that's so good and in and, and uh you know in in this way you like i i don't know how to sweep things under the rug <laughs> i really don't um so from me Whenever it comes, whenever it comes to anger, it's either the first one, like I said, which was, which is a huge thing, or, or it's this third type of anger and it's irritating anger or, Mm -hmm. or a silent indignation. Right. And, and for me, it's either I'm going to explode about it or I'm going to say nothing and I'm still, and I'm going to like, in my mind, either pass judgment, right, Mm -hmm. or or I'm gonna make snide remarks about something that I don't necessarily like agree with or or whatever. Um, and for 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 me, it's it's mostly it's mostly that, right? It's it's either resentments or judgments uh, about people or 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 what they do or they say or how they can conduct themselves. It's it's just really a bunch of judgment on my part, mm-hmm. right? Um, and, and one of the biggest, one of the biggest things here lately for me, um, has been, and, and I told, I told Jasmine yesterday, I, I told her, I said, look, um, uh, I'm, I'm probably going to mention you a few times. And she was like, it's all right. I'm a big part of your life. And, uh, she took it as a compliment, but then whenever she hears this, she's probably going to be like, what are you doing? Uh, but anyway, um. But yes, so so one of the biggest things right now for me, um, and, and really, I've, I've felt this way for quite a while, um, I don't have social media, um, and so this has been kind of a blessing for me whenever it comes to this, but vloggers and uh, people that decide to, what I deem as oversharing, um, you know, tweeting um, just about everything that they're doing, um, you know, uh, uh trying to document their their whole life or whatever um it's just like you know just live your life right um i don't want to hear about it uh or or like exploiting their own platforms uh for their own agenda right like i have a lot of judgment and and you know kind of resentment towards that um i'm that person that whenever a celebrity gets up and and decides to use their platform to talk about something, you know, some sort of what they think is social injustice or whatever it is, I'm just like, dude, I just want to see you play baseball. I don't want to hear what you have to say about this. Or I just want to watch you in a movie. I don't want to hear what you think about, you know, whatever whatever the topic is that they decide to talk about, um, which is interesting because, uh, you know, we as, as believers should be using our platforms to, to voice, you know, the truth. Um, mm. and, uh, so, but anyway, I, I have, I have really been desperate, um, to have God take this away from me. Uh, and I know that I can't do it because, um, well, I'm just, I'm just a stupid human, you know, and I just, I can't do it myself. Mm. Right. And, And the main reason for me, um, is because if, if if I have these resentments and these like judgments, I can't be intimate with somebody, right? Like you can't have intimacy with someone if, if you're judging the way that they do things or if you're having resentments towards someone. Um, and I have had friends in the past where I say friends, but they didn't, they weren't really friends because we couldn't get that intimate with each other because of the fact that, um, I thought that they were, you know, oversharing or they were, you know, it's like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to hear about what you had for breakfast, you know, every day for, you know, 18 days straight. Um, and, but Jasmine came to me and and in a very vulnerable moment talked about how that she wanted to start this, this YouTube channel, which she did. And she, she just posted her first video, uh, and everything and is fantastic. Um, uh, I'm not gonna plug it. Uh, I, I'll wait for another day to do that. Um, but uh, yeah, she she really. She really felt like this is uh, this is a calling that God had on her life. And she talked to me about the types of people that she watches on YouTube and kind of how she is maybe going to go as far as YouTube goes. And I and, and it's more along the lines of like that vlogger, you know, here's how my day is, mm-hmm. you know, personal journal type of type of deal. And I my first reaction, um, of course, was like, I said these things out loud right? Because I thought that I could say those things out loud. Um, but it still hurt her, you know, and, and uh, I, I eventually got to the place where I was just kind of keeping it inside, but still feeling those those different ways of like, Oh, my gosh, you know, like kind of rolling my eyes at it. Um, and, and those judgments, those, those, those things that built up inside me, they, they, they kind of just kept churning and churning and so anytime time that something like that was mentioned you know i would my my skin would I, you know i would just be like oh you know and it would and it would put me in this place that i didn't need to be at the beginning of the conversation um and and, it, and i hated it you know um and i i'm not going to say that i'm like really good about it but i can say ta- i can say this that i am her biggest supporter and she needs me to be an encouragement uh, because this is something that she has had some—I um, don't want to say fear, but she's been really, really nervous about. And I have been her biggest cheerleader, and I've realized that like I need to do that as as her boyfriend, as as a fellow uh, believer. I need to just be there for her. Um, and and you know, part of it is is the fact that. I myself kind of spent some money to, to help like push her along to just go ahead and do it. So, uh, I should have a better attitude about it. Right. Cause, uh, yeah, that's a very selfish reason, but, but you, you get what I'm saying. It, it's just, yeah. uh, you know, that, that, that silent indignation, um, that, that kind of, um, that kind of deal that irritating anger is, is an, is another thing that I just really, I really deal with.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's a big one. I used to I've definitely had that in, in a sense I, I mean, I remember I can probably think probably like five years ago where I got to the point of uh, it was always in my heart or in my head of say I would be at the grocery store. Right. The grocery store for some reason is where I would always and I, my frustration or that that irritation comes from self-awareness Right, when people aren't self-aware of their surroundings or people around them or what's going on, that's when it just really it <laughs> starts hitting me in the chest and it's kind of like, uh, you know, really gets irritated. So I got to a point where people and in the grocery store for some reason is a really good example. People who just don't, they think they're in their own little bubble, right? Their own world, not paying attention to anyone else around them. And, you know, and there, there's people who do, right? Like aren't really paying attention, but then they kept themselves. I'm not talking about those people, right? Because they'll be like, oh, I'm so sorry. I'm in your way or, or, or you know, whatever. And there's other people who just don't care, right? They just go about their own. Their, it's their world. And, and and their priority and everyone else doesn't matter. Well, I got to a point where I just started saying stuff to people. And like I just didn't care. I was like, you know, I would just make comments to them as they're going through. And, you know, or just say, like, excuse you, like, real loud as they're going through. Or I'd take their basket and move it over, right? Like, it's really <laughs> aggressive. Not I guess not aggressively, but, you know, very, very, you know, definitely they, they saw it and knew. Because that's to the point where also knew humans were like, people at the end of the day weren't going to react. They're not going to really do anything at the end of the day. Um, so I just got to this point of like, and I remember my, my fiance at the time is like, why do you, someone's going to like punch you in the face one day. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm surprised they haven't yet. To be honest, I really am. And I go, and I go, she goes, why, why do you, why do you do that? I go, well, they could walk around. Like I, my, my justification was, you know, people walk around, they do this all the time. Right. Clearly they're not just doing it today. That's who they are. And like, no one's people get, you know, have that silent indignation, right. They judge them. They, they see them, but they never say anything. So my justification was like, well, no one ever says anything to these people. So they're going to keep doing it. Like I'm going to say something, right. I'm going to like, let them know they're being rude and being a jerk. And it was like, yeah, there's, there's times that we can do that. We should do that for people, right? Like if, if you were being rude and a jerk, like I'm going to tell you as, 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 you know, as a, as a brother and as, you know, your best friend, but like there's a way to do that with, with grace and with kindness, right? Like, and I had none of that, right? It was pure out of, I wanted to, uh, you know, really kind of jab the knife a little bit and twist it and really get back at him. Because again, it was this revenge in a way, uh, you know, peace again, it was like, they're going to do that. I'm going to respond in this way. So, you know, and that was just one example of that. But I think it's, it all leads to like, what, what is true? What we talked about earlier, right? what is true anger supposed to look like? Right. And I think, You know, the fourth one that we talk about is righteous anger. Right. You know, and and again, this is one that I think people can they'll, they'll stand on top of it and try to justify their anger as righteous. Right. Or as as right. And I have the right to respond this way and be angry because, you know, and usually most of the time it's out of a personal offense. Right. Like personal offense is not a righteous anger, right? Like when you're personally offended in a way that hurts your feelings or that step steps on something that's in your life, right? Like it's not it's not a righteous anger. Righteous anger is, again, we talk go back to like what what you know hurts God's heart, right? What is something that he mm-hmm. you know, we see in Scripture, right? What does that look like? Uh, one of the things that I mean we've talked about it. mean we're actually doing training right now. We're about two weeks um, from being. Uh, complete with it is um, CASA of Tarrant County, um, which is a court-appointed a court, a court specialist um, advocate. So it's for kids who've been uh, abused um, or neglected and have been removed from their home and placed in foster care. Uh, it's basically an advocate that gives those kids a voice, right? It's someone who goes and spends time with them at their foster house, that spends time, that um, monitors their parent. Uh, interaction, right? Because the parents are wanting to get them back. So you monitor their supervised visitation and kind of see their interaction. You go to the school, talk to their teacher and their counselor. You kind of are like this, because really not everyone is doing all these, maybe the caseworker potentially. So you're dealing with the, the, you know, the caseworker or the, the placement specialist. To do that, Um, but it was one of those things that we, when we really realized, knew what CASA was. Of going and really seeing where the gap was. That there's four to five hundred kids just in our county alone that don't have someone to help give them a voice. They don't have a CASA. Um, We we looked at it day one, and we it was like three days, and then it ended up being I think on, I want to say it was on Valentine's Day. Uh, We had I'd taken off work to spend the day with her, and well that was their their next info session, which you have to go to to sign up. And I'll, it was, like, three days before that, and I was like, let's go this Friday, <laughs> right? Like, I know it's Valentine's Day. I was like, but let's... And she was... I mean, she, in a heartbeat, was like, yeah. Like, when she when she read some of the stories and, and these kids. And, I mean, that's one of those things that's, like, that's a righteous anger when you see, like... I mean, I don't know if you've seen it on on, on any of the news. I know you're not on social media but stuff like that. Like, there's been... I mean, obviously, Jasmine's, uh, you know, in the hospital and stuff, but there's been a massive spike in, in abuse right now, right? They've had... Three, um, three kids just in Tarrant County alone who have been killed, right, for, due to abuse. And when I was looking at that in contrast to, like, well, what does that look like, right, in comparison to a normal year, right? Um, you know, I say normal very, very lightly in that sense because this shouldn't be normal at all. But it's normally six kids, right, out of an entire year die because of a home home abuse or neglect right in, in our county and we've had three in the last you know four to five weeks and so when you put that in in and in, in, um, perspective it's it's one of those things that you can't you're not gonna we're not gonna be there 24 7 right we're not always going to be there it's not something that we control fully but to just have a peace in that right for for God and we already know right God's already put adoption on our heart so part of us goes like we're going to adopt someone out of this, aren't we? Like, we just, we have a feel like God's really kind of leading this, and we could be wrong, right? Maybe that's it's something totally different, but we've already it's been some place in our heart. so I think, but I think just having that right righteous thing of what that looks like, for how people are treated, uh, for how people are talked to, for how people, you know, go about, you know, you think of, you know, just the Bible itself, right? Like, and, you know, Jesus, what he said on the cross, right, is forgive them, they don't know what they do, right? I think of um, Stephen, right? When he was getting stoned, he's, forgive them, right? Forgive them for, for what sure. they're doing, right? Like, there was not this this anger of, and he, and he had righteous anger, because they were going against him for something that was um, completely not right, and he still chose to, to 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 look at that in his death and say, you know, forgive them, right? And I think that's, yeah. you know, God looks at it and says, hey, there's things to be angry about, you know, getting angry about, you know, your internet not working, or getting angry about having to be quarantined in your home, and you can't go outside, right? Like, those aren't things those aren't righteous things to be angry about right like there are plenty of things out there that we can step up that 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 really are are an injustice to to people
1: yeah and and it also comes down to like how you're reacting to it too right like so y'all y'all reacting to this anger that 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 god has of 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 children being mistreated and Going and and doing and, and acting on it in in the right way, right? Because because emotions typically call for action, right? And so you can have anger, right? A, a righteous anger of of uh, you know I hate that that these kids are being abused, and the wrong action would be to go and you know settle the score with with mm. a parent who's who's doing the abusing, or or you know um, one of the things, one of the things that, that, that is near and dear to me, um, I didn't go over this in depth in, in my, my testimony at all. Um, but, you know, uh, when when I went through the uh, <clears throat> the moment of, of or the the uh, event, I guess of, of going through a miscarriage, um, my my girlfriend and I at the time, like we didn't have um, insurance. And so she had to get a DNC, which is basically getting all of the excess tissue and and whatnot out of her body, so that so that there wasn't an infection that that came uh, about, you know, from this from this uh, this miscarriage. And it was very much a huge emotional ordeal, and because you know because. She, we didn't have insurance. She didn't have insurance at all. We weighed the pros and cons of going to the hospital and getting this done, and it costing like five thousand dollars, mm. or going to an abortion clinic that does the same thing, and it only being a couple hundred dollars. And at that time, um, you know, it was, you know, we were we were young dumb kids, but but that was really the route the route that we ended up going. And what, what breaks my heart is that, yes, by all means, you know, abortion is something that God does not, does not like God hates. Right. And, and, um, so to have that anchor about that is, is completely justified and fine, but to go out and, and do something that my ex ended up experiencing in people picketing and yelling and calling her a murderer as she's coming out of this place and they didn't realize the fact that she actually wanted to have um, mm. those those twins right but and 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 so like to me it's like what would what would Jesus do with that anger um, did did he go to the well and and sit there and and ream the the lady out at the well and say Oh, you've got six husbands and you're this and you're that and you're sleeping like you're, you're, you're living with someone who's not even your husband and you're doing this and that. No, he said, he, he pointed those things out. Yes, but he did it with love, you know, and, and, and said, you know, I can give you, you know, water that, that, that will make you never go thirsty again. Mm -hmm. And, um, and, and that's what I believe would be like the right uh, um, action plan for that kind of anger um, with, with abortion. And especially is, is, you know what, even people who want to have an abortion go through that and it's a traumatic uh, experience. And so we, as, we, as Christians, we, as believers, we need to be there uh, not to tell them that they did something wrong, but to say, you know what, God loves you. And, and, and I'm here for you. If you, need to talk about whatever it is that you that you went through or whatever and Mm. and, um that i'll I'll get off my soapbox there but you know a, a lot of times you know um that righteous anger um is generally generally shown in the bible especially um because people are going their own direction or rejecting god Right. And, and the, the big ones that we that we've come up with is, you know, Samson, uh, Sodom and Gomorrah, King Saul. Um, I mean, Samson is is just one of my favorite uh, stories in the Bible just because um, because, man, he did not have it together um, in the least bit. You know, that's my judgment. That's my judgment of him. Um, but in the end, he was still in the the hall of fame of faith, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Because because he did do what God uh, told him to do ultimately, right? Um, But but for the most part, you know, God was very upset with him and even left him. His spirit left Mm -hmm. Samson because he, you know, allowed Delilah to seduce him into getting his hair cut, you know? Um, And that was... That was the thing that God was like, "Don't do it. This is where you're like, uh, you know, it, it all comes down to submitting to me. But this is how you're going to submit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and and that's that's part of some of the some of the anger that's shown is is the, is kind of God just just taking a step back and like, okay, you know, you didn't do what you're supposed to do. So
0: yeah, that's so good. I think it's it's one of those things that. Man, we could go on on this on these topics for so long. I mean, it's me and Gabriel. We'll have two three-hour conversations, you know, around some of this stuff and and kind of what you're talking about with 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 you know the abortion. I remember even hearing this story about this guy who was he 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 was a contractor and he um you know got an offer to build uh, this building, right? Well, his wife was like, I think I think if this is this girl builds abortion clinics, right? She was well a well-known you know, like basically the face of abortion in Dallas in like the 80s or 90s. And so he went out there, he goes, he didn't know for sure. So he went out there, we didn't have, you know, it was a time we didn't have Google, couldn't just look her up. So he went out there, the lady was telling her, you know, telling him what she wanted and I want this, and I need cameras here and I need a, you know, gate here and he goes, is this an abortion clinic? And she's like, yeah, like, I thought you knew that. And he goes, no, I didn't know that. He goes, I can't build this for you, right? Because I mean, he was very, very, um, Strong in his faith he's just like i can't i can't build this for you like that's just I, I don't believe in this and you know i can you know i can maybe give you some direction on on where to go for that and, and i just can't i can't do that right and she goes oh, okay you know i'm sorry for the misunderstanding whatever and he goes he goes uh, can i talk to you he goes can i just tell you that god loves you and he said she just immediately just started crying and he she was like he was like she goes you know, I've been called a lot of things in my life. I've been called a murderer, a baby killer, you know, you know, that I'm going to hell, that I'm a terrible person. Uh, she goes, no one's ever told me that God loves me. And he goes, and don't get me right, he's like, God does not love what you do. Like, God hates and abhors what you do, right? Like He hates and abhors abortion, uh, but he loves you, right, as as, a, as the person. Um, and he's like, um, you know, and he prayed for her, and then eventually, you know, long story short, uh, five—I think it was like five years later, or something like that. I don't know. I don't think it was five years. Maybe it was a couple of years, eighteen months or two years later. They saw in the paper uh, that she had stepped down from her post at, at the abortion clinic. She actually had had newfound faith, had gotten saved. Um, God just did a work on her heart from that moment. All it took was, hey, God loves you, right? Like what you're doing. You know, he, he this this isn't something he loves. He doesn't want you know, this, this, this in, in society or, in, or for you in your life, but he does love you. So I think it's interesting when we look at rejecting God, right? Like, it's so crazy. And I, you know, we've, I've been there, I've been there too, but we've had this conversation about just that partial rejection of God, right? Like it doesn't even have to be a full rejection of God. Cause even think of like Samson, right? He didn't fully, he did, you know, come, come into him and there was like these small bits that he would do, but it was like 90% he would reject him, even King Saul, would 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 do would follow some of the things God says, but then at times when he would out of fear, um, you know, of of rebellion or fear of his own uh, of his own self, he would go do his own thing and he would reject God and His word. So it's like, man, there's I think looking at it, what we do and our life is just are we partially rejecting Him, right? Are we now instituting going like, well, I like this eighty percent God that you sent me, but I don't like this 20%. Well, I don't think anyone's ever going to look like, right? Like you can look at Paul, you can look at everyone. I don't think everyone's ever going to like the 100% of things that God puts in front of us, but we don't have to go, do do I like it? Does it feel good? Because we know where it's going to lead at the end of the day. Um, And and a lot of the times we take those and, and, and we talk about it, right? Like think of the stories that we've used, right? My best friend, when I was young, my marriage, you talk about Jasmine a lot. Well, we take this anger. Who does it normally go out on, right? If we go get angry at work, or we get angry because we got cut off in traffic, who really gets the brunt of that? It's usually going to be our significant other, kids if you have kids, uh, family, friends. Like usually, is who's going to get the brunt of that anger um, or those 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 core emotion or those core things that we're feeling that's going to come out as anger. Um, when we get hurt by someone else, we're going to take it out uh, usually on someone else, not intentionally. But man. You know, those closest to us are the ones that we really hurt, even though a lot of times they're not the ones driving or or giving us that that base for that anger. Uh, but they get the brunt of it, and it just like you talked about earlier, really, it just destroys relationships. It destroys, you know, friendships, and and all you know. Really, then it goes to isolation, and that anger can lead to loneliness. Loneliness, and and you know, it just encompasses everything. You know, I think that we've talked about.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, and, and, uh, you know, you, you made a really good point. Uh, that person that cuts me off in traffic, they're not going to reap any of the, any of the anger that I have. But if that happens, you know, uh, you know, if that, if, if I just choose to get angry over that and I'm on my way to let's say hang out with you and try to try to like formulate what we're gonna do for a for podcast episode or we're just hanging out, having a good time or you know, having coffee or whatever. Like I'm gonna come in, into that situation and and have that anger and kind of like have that hangover effect and I'm not gonna be fully there. And I'm and and that just takes away opportunities for intimacy. And that is that is something that um that we definitely need to try to shy away from um you know it's interesting we, we we were talking we we talked a lot about like just different different truths biblical truths about anger and and um just different truths in general about anger um it, this was this was incredible especially around right now um you know this past this past sunday being uh, easter sunday and everything um anger put jesus on the cross Mm. um that is that that, i read that and that was a very profound statement to me um of like it was it was because of anger that that jesus was put on the cross the 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 pharisees the sadducees all these people they they were so selfish and angry right and and they and that put him on the cross that 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 put him to a place where um where he was being persecuted. And, and then even in the midst of being persecuted, the the crowd then turns and, and throws all of, all of their anger onto, onto Jesus. And, um, and man, like he, you know, as, as Jesus was on the cross, he bore all of our sin, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and I can, I could probably say that, that a lot of a lot of at least men's sin is anger, right? And so he was bearing a lot of anger, resentments, and things like that. Um, but mm. on the opposite side of that same coin, right, is is the fact that that anger is covered by the blood of the cross, right? How how incredible is that? That yeah. that yes, I have that anger, and that anger put mm. Jesus on the cross. Because it's a sin and, and the whole reason why Jesus came to, to die and, and, and be raised from the dead is, is, um, because of my sin, because of sin in general, right. To, to reconcile us back to God. And even though my sin of anger put him on that cross, him being on that cross covers that sin of anger. Like it's, it's so incredible, uh, it, it just makes me smile. I can't even I can't even help mm. it because it's just like, oh, thank you, God. Right. It's
0: It's. yeah. When you put it that way, man, it's 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 almost unfathomable where right, I just to think of of that. Right. And I, I heard a podcast recently. I was listening to it and it, it was right. But it was leading up to Easter. Right. And obviously talking about uh, more about the cross and it talked about, you know, as Jesus wrote in. Uh, you know, on the colt, and as he rode in, and people put the, the palm leaves down and screamed Hosanna, Hosanna, and it was like the same people who screamed Hosanna four days before screamed Crucify him four days later, right? Because they were angry because again they thought they were getting a true king right, a king that was going to remove them from oppression from Rome, right, because they were so oppressed from Rome. They thought there was someone, this king was going to come in and was going to lift them out of Rome, and they were going to have this freedom, and they were going to have, you know, be free from the Romans, free from that, and that's not what Jesus came to do, right? right? Like, he, he came to free you from oppression, right, from sin, but not from, from Rome, right? So, uh, you know, in that time, so, you know, once they realized, like, oh, that's not what he's here for, uh, you know, that's a lot of that where that, you know, that anger came in, which is, which is, that's hard, man. Um, anger is also like, we, we talked about it a little bit earlier, right? It's, uh, it, it's an expression of false worship, right? And, and what I mean by that is, um, we think about like, what am I not getting that I really want, right? Um, we get that, you know. A lot of times that anger will come will come up because it's like we're trying to get a point across or we're trying to get something we want. We don't really get it. So we try to find different ways. And then it becomes even manipulation in a sense. We can use our anger to manipulate people or to intimidate someone to kind of get what I want um, out of that. And really, at the end of the day, then it becomes, you know, or, or we say, like, what am I willing to send to get it right at the end of the day? And, 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 and I, you know, I think when I was in college, even I can think of times I use anger with like my girlfriend at that time to manip- manipulate her into you know doing something for me or changing her you know maybe she was frustrated you know frustrated at me and I'd almost get angry and to a point I knew how to like turn those certain hit those certain buttons that I know if I got to this point that she'd kind of back off and then it would kind of go back to normal normal in a sense right. And so, um, yes, yeah, so, I mean, I, I think we just use that as, 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 as a form of, and then it becomes even idolatry. We talked about again, because yep. we can, we can almost now use that as a weapon. We use that as something that's, that's more important than, than what God is. Right.
1: Yeah. And, and you know, it, it's, uh, I mean, we, we touched on this before, man. Um, anger often, uh, is just the fruit. It's not the root. Right. Mm-hmm. And you, I think you coined that phrase. Uh, I really, I really love that. Is it, it's, it's a fruit of of something else, right? Uh, deep seated. Um, it's not, it's not what is at the root of, of things. It's not the core um, uh, emotion or or feeling. You know, it's typically uh, fear, or insecurity, or loneliness, mm-hmm. things like that. Um, and. And, you know, as, as we, as we're, we're talking about, you know, what anger is and everything, it's good to also talk about like, you know, how to kind of, how to kind of take care of that anger. Right. And like, and, and, and get it into, into the right place in anger, Mm -hmm. like have angry, have, have anger in the, in the right, the right sense or not have anger about certain things. Right. And so whenever it comes to like, the negative uh, emotions of anger and and that the kind of anger that we probably shouldn't have in the first place, it's good to know that it's, that it's um, a fruit and not the root um, mm-hmm. in the fact that like, if you know the root emotion, um, then you know how to deal with it. Right. Cause like, if, if all you're doing, if you have weeds in your yard is just taking a weed eater and just cutting them off, mm-hmm. it's, they're going to keep coming up, going to keep coming up because you're not dealing with, the root right and so if you're not dealing with the root of insecurity then anger is going to keep rearing its ugly head up because you don't want to deal with in- insecurity in the first place otherwise you wouldn't be angry right yeah and so if you keep on um you know if if you you keep on feeling that root uh, uh, emotion and you're not dealing with that root emotion then anger is always going to be there um, and that is that has been something i've been working on for a very very long time so um
0: so important and i did not coin that i wish i came up with that i found that in research ah. so i know it was it was really good i really wish i, I could take credit for that but i'm not i'm not going to take credit for it i was like oh, so, I humble, so
1: humble i
0: can't take credit for that that's not mine <laughs> it was just so good because it's like it, 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 you know going off everything we've talked about it was it fit perfectly um and i think we get confused i think not confused but um we talk about anger we talk about sin we talk about all this stuff and I, this is something i heard a long time ago was talking about emotions not being sin right like so that ultimate feeling of anger right just and we could talk about all the other emotions that come you know that that can come but that 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 emotion of anger isn't the sin, right? Like, it's what we do with that anger, right? Are we now going to act out on that anger? Are we now going to enact vengeance or justice or whatever uh, in that anger? And just like in Ephesians 4.26, it says, in your anger, do not sin. It doesn't talk about, like, never get angry, right? Put all anger to the side, never have it at all. Uh, It just says, like, you know, now, ideally, yes, don't, because sometimes we don't have that, (laughs) that, 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 we don't we're not slow to speak or slow to, uh, to listen, right and to think. Quick. Um, yeah, quick, quick to listen. So uh, in your anger, do not sin, right? So it's it, it's like we can have that come up. So I think sometimes we think that emotion, we, we, sometimes we condemn ourselves or feel bad, uh, even though we did nothing with it, right. Maybe we handled it the right way. maybe we went to prayer, hit, hit our knees in the middle of that anger. Maybe uh, we, we were vulnerable and we brought it up in a, in a, in a positive way. Uh, but sometimes we could still condemn ourselves for even feel, I shouldn't have even felt that anger. I shouldn't even felt, why do I feel that way? Um, and and, and yeah, we still want to work on that. We want to ask God to to help us with that, to not even get to that point. But when we do the right steps, you know, I think it's, I think it's, you know, not a bad thing to be that. Uh, but I think a big part of it too is, is, um, just surrendering to that anger, right? Surrendering to that anger, um, just like everything else, right? Not having partial surrender, not surrendering to our finances because we we want God to take care of that, or surrendering to our relationship. Uh, we have to surrender to those things that that uh, everything. But you know, those things that uh, really impact us and anger is one of those things. We have to surrender. We have to get on our knees. We have to give it to 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 God and to say you know, not only just take this, right. Cause he's not just going to like pluck it out of us, but, you know, to ask him to like really work on us, right. To really show us how to deal with it. Right. Cause we are going to have, we're human. We're going to have those emotions, um, at the end of the day. So it's like, Hey, how do I really deal with this? Help me really understand this in my heart and in my mind, how to really go about that. Um, and then be patient for the things that he's going to do. Right. Cause you know, kind of like we talk about, anger There's probably gonna be something that happens this weekend it's gonna make us angry right and it's like how are we gonna deal with it uh you know at the end of the day so i think it's uh that that's gonna be really interesting because we know that's how it happens but i think it's, we, we have to surrender it to him
1: yeah yeah that's a that's a good point because you know you were talking about um in, in ephesians whenever paul is is writing to them and and you know says you know do not uh, in in your anger don't sin right but then mm-hmm. later in the in the uh in the chapter he in in verse thirty one he says "Get rid of all bitterness rage and anger brawling and slander among uh, along with every uh, form of malice and then he goes on in Colossians and talks to another church and in in Colossians three eight and says you know uh, you must also rid yourself of all uh, all these things uh, rage anger malice slander filthy language from your lips like like you were saying, the only way to do that is to surrender to God. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and um, you know, it wasn't it wasn't just the the church at Ephesus that was dealing with some anger. Right. And dealing with uh, with sin within anger. Um, but but I, I think I think a, a big takeaway from that is the is the fact that Paul realized that that sin uh, that that anger isn't isn't really uh, or anger isn't a sin. In itself, um, but he also realized that we are human, and our our first reaction to with anger and malice and rage and and you know all bitterness and all those things is to sin, right? Mm. Um, and so he's just saying, look, just just rid yourself of all these things. That way you don't sin, right? Like it, it's it's one of those if if you're if you're uh, Left hand offends you, cut it off, right? Mm. Uh, it's a bit extreme, but I, you know, I was talking with a friend who who struggled with uh, with pornography addiction, and and I was like, "Do you have a computer?" And and he's like, "Well, yeah, I have a laptop." And and like, "Okay, um, do you look up porn on on your laptop?" And he's like, "Well, yeah." And I'm like, "Okay, well, get rid of your laptop, or or, or put it somewhere." where other people can keep you accountable. I I guarantee you that laptop is not so important that you have to risk, you you know, your, your spiritual condition is you know, you you can risk sinning over, Mm. you know? Um, And, and so I think in the same way, Paul is just saying, look, we as humans just have a really hard time being angry and not sinning. So, the best course of action is probably just to not get angry. Just, just rid yourself of anger. Um, You know, and, and that would probably be one of the best things to do because most of the time our anger comes, like we said before, our anger comes from a selfish point of view in the first place. So that, you know, that's, that's just one of the things.
0: Yeah. That's man. I love Paul. Oh yeah. I, I, I I mean, he also talks about, you know, it made me think of like when he's like, uh, this isn't a command, or, you know, or this isn't wrong. But if it was up to me, he's like, don't marry. Right. Yeah. Cause that's going to be a lot of, uh, reasons for these things you're going to feel, uh, not because of your significant other, but just knowing the confines of marriage that what comes with it, where he's like that just, and plus like a big, his big point was like, it's going to take away from your, your worship time with God. Right. Cause you're going to spend now time with that other person, but he's like, but if you must, do it God's way, right? Do it, do it the way you're supposed to. But I love when he's talking about that. He's like, don't get married, don't get angry, don't do, just don't even go into any of these spaces that that's gonna they're gonna take away from from what you need to be, right? So, um, and he was he was awesome. I, you know, I know you started watching it. and I'm gonna plug it because it's great. But the Chosen, I love the way that they humanize, right? Because we just we do like I've really tried to do that in the last I don't know six months to a year where I, where I read. I'm reading through the Gospels and I really try to humanize because I, I, we talk all the time and I talk, I'll bring Abraham, I'm like, people 2,000 years ago are no different than we are today as humans, right? We just live in a different, you know, society. We just live in a more modernized society with different things, right? They didn't have technology, we do, but we go about things the same way. We sin the same way. We get angry the same way. We have relationships the same way like, it is no different. So, like, watching The Chosen has been one of those things to, like, a really amazing interpretation of what it it could have looked like, right, or potentially looked like based off of, you know, historical documents, you know, and the Bible, obviously, being the biggest one, of going, like, man, that's, yeah, they're, they're no different. That's how I would have reacted in that, right? Like, I think of I don't know if you've seen it yet but it's not really given you know obviously it's the bible so it's not ruining anything for you uh but there's i don't know if you've seen where he heals the leper for the first time and the leper walks up and like they're all drawing their swords and they're ready to like take this guy out because in their culture they were so used to like you stay away from people with leprosy you don't go near them right because it's contagious they're they're uh, they're unclean right they're impure so they can pass that impurity over to you based off of uh, you know what what that what the law was at that point, and how what it was known. You know, and so, like we think of like Jesus here in the leper, and the, the, the disciples are all just like, "Oh, wow, like you're just standing back, right? I just we don't think of how they're reacting in those moments, and to see that, like, yeah, they that's how they probably would have reacted because that's just what they were used to. They would have reacted out of um, ha- you know habit. and and so I think it's just, any guys who, who, who you guys really want to watch a, a great content show, put Tiger King away. Put any of these other shows that that, that, don't, that don't bring you any value or have uh, really terrible content. Go watch The Chosen, right? It's it's, and it's its own app, which is amazing. It's crowdfunded, which is amazing. Um, and, and they just tell the story in a, in a, to me in a very beautiful and biblical way. So uh, I think it's amazing. Uh, but you know, in, in that, right, like talking about Jesus, right. He talks about in Matthew, right. He talks he says, but I tell you, anyone who is angry with a brother or sister, uh, will be subject to judgment. Um, mm. again, anyone who says to a brother or sister, Rafa is ans- is answerable to the court. And anyone who says you fool will be in danger of the fire of hell. Uh, so he even warns us, like he even talks about obviously takes when he takes the old Testament or the, uh, the 10 commandments to a point of like, and it is mentioned even in, in the old Testament where it's like murder isn't just me you know, killing someone. It's me hating someone in my heart. It's me being angry with someone in my heart. Uh, so it's like, what do I do with that? Right. And another place it talks about, you know, um, you know, in, about forgiveness, right. Like to take Plank out of your own eye first before you even you know talk to someone else. Now there's plenty of times where we are to go to other people, right? The Bible even is very clear on that that we are to go to you know to, to, to other people if they're in sin or if they're um, acting in a way that is you know unbecoming to themselves or biblical. So we want to do that. But in this case, it's like if you are angry with someone, especially a brother, when they use brother and sister, right? They're talking about fellow believers, right? If you're, if I'm angry with you, and I know that you're a brother of Christ. Um, like I need to answer to that, right. Or there will be, I'm going to, I'm going to answer to that to someone, right. So I need to go t- and have that uh, out with somebody and not just hold on hold on to that my whole life. Cause one that, that deals with unforgiveness, right. Uh, and we know that's a huge one, right. They even talk about unforgiveness, um, not being, you know, forgivable. If we can't, for, for God who forgave us and did everything for us, if we can't forgive someone else for something n- not near as <laughs> high standard as that. Uh, I think it's huge, but, uh, and to just say, like, just continue to say, you fool, we just judge, I think we judge each other so much, right, and you're such a, you know, I think, I think one, you're, uh, it is a blessing, like you said, not having social media, uh, but it's one of those things of also just seeing how people interact with each other, you know, daily and consistently, and it's like, where before it would be just in conversation, or just face-to-face, that now it's just constantly, we're getting so, so, I won't say immune to it, it's just desensitized, to those reactions and to, and to how we treat each other that, you know, it's become, cause it's just become a daily thing. We read it, we say it, we digest it. Um, and it just, it really is really sad. And, and we've talked about before, like, how do we really go about, you know, calling people out in, in, in a way that um, is out of kindness and love, but to say like, Hey, that's just, man, that's not right. Like we shouldn't, we shouldn't even be talking about people like that. We shouldn't go there. Uh, Especially people we know that are that are brothers and sisters, right? To do that because you know I would want someone to do it to me, right? As much as that might frustrate me at first, right? Like I would still want that, right? And you read, especially when you read the the New Testament, man, that's most of Paul's letters. It's just you know keep living this way or correcting or hey, I've heard that this you're you're doing this, right? Like you've you you've been listening to, to to the stuff that's not the truth or you've been treating people this way and that's that's not how we need to live. This is. You know, he he constantly correct him. I remember, you know, even reading one one part of it where it's just like he's almost like, I hope you feel condemned by this, right? Like, I hope you feel the the weight of this message because it's that serious that you need to you need to understand because that's your heart, right? That's not just your words. That's your heart, and if you don't change that, like you're in trouble.
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, you know, we've talked a lot about the uh, about the, the New Testament. Um, but even even back in the Old Testament, especially in like the poetic uh, uh, parts of the of the Old Testament, uh, David in in Psalms uh, 37, 8, refrain from anger and turn from wrath. Do not fret. It leads only to evil. Right. And then and then his his son Solomon comes along, you know, some, you know, uh, I think it's probably about like 60 years later or something like that and 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 writes this uh this proverbs of, of 15 one, a gentle answer turns away wrath but uh, uh but harsh words stir up anger and so and 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 those two guys kings right and and dealing with a lot of different things that were um well they, they, they just weren't weren't very fun stuff to deal with um, and 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 um you know they were definitely human Right. And they mm-hmm. dealt with those things themselves. Um, but for the two of them to realize that, like, our words, right, our words of, of wrath and anger, they, they just they, they lead to evil. Right. Mm-hmm. And and the only way to to um, not be led to evil. Right. Is to have gentle words. And how is the only way that we can have uh, gentle words? And we talked about it just a little while ago. And that's that's surrendering it, surrendering it to God. Mm-hmm. right? Surrendering anger to God. That way we can have, um, that way we can have, uh, a, a true, um, righteous anger. Um, and, and of course, um, you know, that, that whole concept, again, we mentioned it before in, uh, in Romans, you know, uh, don't try to take revenge yourself, you know, for, for God's the one that's going to, that's going to, be the one that takes revenge. Right. And he, he said that all throughout the, uh, the, the first five, the the Torah, the first five books of the Bible. Um, you know, he talks about, you know, revenge is mine, you know, not yours, you know, um, even through the prophets talked about that, you know, that revenge is God's, uh, vengeance is God's uh, wrath is God's, not, not ours. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I think that's, that's, um, that's one of the that's one of the the key things you know uh, richard how are we how are we going to deal with this and i think the very first thing is is of course jesus right mm. surrendering it to jesus he is the only one um that can do this through us uh but of course we have we have a part to play in that right
0: yeah and i and i think when you talk about surrender i think it's like surrender to him every day right not not afterwards. Right. Not just in those points of like that happens and we ask him to take it away. Right. And It's not even just ask him to take it away because it's be real. God it doesn't just pluck those things away from us. And we wake up and they're magically gone. Right. Um, so I think so many times we pray of like, hey, take this away. And, and I've just really grown. And in, in, in what in that, in that conversation with them where it's just like, hey, help me change this. Right. And there's things in me that I know that I do. And I'm like, rip this out of me. And I know it's going to hurt and I know it's going to make me go through some pain. But even that, it's like, rip it out of me, right? I think, you know, but yeah, I, I, he's the first and foremost. We have to not only just go to him on our knees, but also just get in the word, watch what he did, right? Um, you know, watch how he led people, watch how he um, interacted with people, um, and, and then how he responded, right? How he listened. I even think, um, you know, the Canaanite woman who, who was asking for to heal his daughter, and he's like, you know, uh, talking about, um, where she's like, even the dogs get the crumbs, right? She had this much faith of like, I know that we're, I live in this land or this this people group who are who are just completely idolatrous and have not want you know serve all these different gods. Um, but then they like, I have faith that you'll be able to do this, right? And I think it's one of the things that he didn't just rebuke her because of you know he was kind of you know very direct and you know with her at yeah. first, but he didn't he, he continued to listen. I think that's what we have to do is just really watch how he um, handled everything and not, and not, you know, I see this a lot too, right? Cause you talked about Jesus is like not using the temple as, as our basis for every time we get mad or get angry. Cause I've just seen that overused and that we have a right to get, to yell at someone or to get angry. Um, you know, again, righteous anger is a thing that we get angry about, but then how do we go about that and how do we react to that? So, uh, but I think the other thing is just pray. Right. We talk about praying about it. Uh, the biggest thing that we don't hear enough, right, that I we should hear more and more, especially in church and, and everything, is just, just repent. Right. Repent for that anger. Repent for those those words that we said. Repent for those actions that we took. Right. Because we can't just say take it away. We have to actually look again. We go back to what we talked about before. Look in the mirror and go like, I'm the one that caused this, right? My words cause this pain. My cause this hurt. Like God, I repent. I ask for forgiveness um, in these things. Right? Repenting is us being going like I, I'm wrong, right? I did yeah. something that, um, that, that, that's not okay. I did something that's, um, that's, that's not good. Um, and I need, and I, and I, without you, I can't. I can't not go there again, right? Like on my own, I can white knuckle it, but I'll always go back to this at some point. So I think it's just that repenting, uh, asking for forgiveness. Um, And sometimes I think it's even if we are right in our words, right? So sometimes I think we're right in what we're doing. uh, We're right in what we're saying, but we come across in such a, you know, a harsh way to people and such a, you know, a tone of that we're, again, we're justifying it because we are maybe right. And it is right to, to approach that, but we don't, you know, go about it the right way. So I think it's even repenting of that and going like, God, I know, I know that's something that, you know, I was, you know, I had, I felt was, was truly, you know, righteous in in that sense. And I know that's something that, um, that hurts your heart too, but man, I wish I would have handled that better. Right. Like I know I could have handled that situation better. Help me understand how to do that in the future. So I think just going to him, repenting and, and asking for help and then praying about it.
1: Yeah. And and to me, with with all this, I think there's a three pronged approach, right? Like the first and foremost is the most important, and that is submit to God, right? Mm-hmm. Jesus is the Jesus, the Holy Spirit, they is the num the number one thing, right? Uh, the second thing is what can I do myself, and that is pray and repent, right? And then the third thing is it includes other people. How Mm -hmm. can, how can I go about this, including other people? And I think that we have down, you know, three things that are really good in that area. And the first thing being counseling, right? Like include Mm -hmm. another person who is a trained professional, because that's the area that you're most likely going to be able to get down to the root emotions and, and deal with those so that anger doesn't come immediately after right and and so counseling is is one of those one of those places where you can really get down to the root of it and dig it out and 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 not have to just weed eat every once in a while um and and of course um the the last couple kind of go hand in hand Mm -hmm. and that is accountability um, with other people, uh, I would say, uh, if you're a man listening to this, um, and, and you're dealing with anger on a on a pretty regular basis, or it's something that is very much a temptation for you, then gain, get some accountability from another man. Because, um, you know, some of this stuff is going to go over the heads of, of some women. Because um, anger uh, in, in the ways that, that men go about like feeling anger and, and acting out on anger is, is completely different than, than the way that women feel anger and act out on anger. Um, so find some accountability in another man, um, about anger and, and, and then communicate, have good communication because, um, if you're able to express exactly what happened, if you're able to be open and honest, you're able to communicate, you know, the feelings, the emotions, the things that were said, the thoughts that you're having. Then, then being able to root these these emotions out is going to be a whole lot easier. Mm-hmm. And, um, and of course, the better that you can communicate with another another guy about this, the better you're probably going to be able to communicate with like a significant other mm-hmm. or a family member that like we talked about before, those closest to us are going to be the ones that reap the, um, the bad sowing of anger in, mm-hmm. in, a, in our hearts. Um, so I, I believe that being like, if I can talk mm-hmm. to you, Richard about anger in a very real and, and um, open and honest kind of way um, and and hear feedback from you on on anger and how to deal with it and everything. then my communication with Jasmine is going to be infinitely better.
0: yeah. I think the the, the key word is just being vulnerable, right? which is, is, is again, we're not taught that as as boys or as men to be. but like to get on your knees right is not something that we think of to get, go to first, right? To really go to that, uh, to go to someone else. And we talk about accountability. We're not talking about the friends who just tell you what you want to hear, who just go like, no, you were right. You, you, The way you react, yeah, you should have reacted. How dare they do that? How dare they say that to you, right? Not our Facebook group, because we t- typically like to be friends with people who agree with us, right? And then the people who don't, we typically like to ignore them or unfriend them, right? Like, oh, they're going to disagree with what I put on there. Let me just keep my friends who agree with everything, the way that I act. So I don't have that accountability. Right. So we, we, we position ourselves that we feel like we have accountability because people are responding. Uh, but it's really only people who only agree with the things we say and who only will tell us what we want to hear. So accountability is really someone you trust, someone who's going to be very vulnerable and open with you. And again, unfortunately, some people don't want to keep those people in their lives. Right. We've seen that, like they're going to, they're going to continue just to position themselves with people who, who make them feel better or feel okay about their actions. Uh, so I just urge people, anyone who, who hears this, it's like, get that person, uh, get that one man in your life who's going to just be very open and honest and just listen to it, right? Like, I'm not saying everything they say is going to be truth and going to be always, you know, 100% right. Uh, but you have to listen first, right? You have to be quick to listen to them before you even respond to that. So yeah, I mean, I think it's, 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 it's all of the above, right? I think it's we have to do. And, and the thing is, most of those things, pretty much I would say almost everything we've talked about does not get talked about to boys growing up. Right. So as we become men, we're, we're totally just doing it in our own way. Right. We're punching holes in walls, right. We're blowing up on people. We are turning to stuff like alcohol or pornography to as an outlet. Right. So we're turning to these things to deal with our anger. um, And, because we don't get taught to get on our knees right because that's being vulnerable and that's being weak right we're not told to go to counseling right because again that's being weak right um having accountability or sharing how we feel about something it's being weak and we we have to we have to find a way to, to start in you know infiltrating that into guys of like that's so far from weakness that's actually as the strongest you can be in those situations because that's being able to admit uh, your wrongs and your faults and those areas, um, and can stop that cycle of of anger, man, because it is a cycle. And sometimes we we know it when we feel it. We don't want to feel it again, and then two days later, we're right back in that same
1: situation, and
0: <laughs> we continue to repeat that, repeat that, um, you know, on and on. So,
1: yeah, man, yeah, you you were very right about that. Uh, man, this was this was a great talk. We could talk. So much more about this. And we will eventually we'll talk about anger a lot more, uh, probably in more specific places, uh, more specific, uh, uh, you know, subjects of anger, anger with friends, anger with family, anger with uh, co-workers, anger Mm. with uh, uh, significant others. My goodness, is that a big Mm. one, Uh, especially in our lives? Uh, Man, thanks. Thanks for having that conversation with me.
0: Hopefully we have less uh, less personal examples or recent personal examples <laughs> as we as we talk through this. That's my my prayer for for us. Uh, and I'm going to you know as long as we continue to do those things that we talked about on handling it, I think we can. That'll be a good thing. So and it was a a good talk. It's a good it's a it's a beautiful day outside, man. It would have been a great day to to, to get together. But you know we'll see in two weeks where we are uh, and what yep. the world looks like. I don't think it'll look a lot different than today, but uh, we'll continue to see. I mean, maybe we'll, um, maybe we'll be able to get back together one day, soon, man.
1: Yeah. Oh, for sure. I look forward to it.
0: In the meantime, love you, love you guys, uh, appreciate you.
1: Yeah. They say We'll see you guys in a couple of weeks.